after decades of research, breast cancer is still the most malignant tumor leading to cancer-associated mortality in women. 2020 will be known in history for its COVID cases, but it does not mean that we should forget that in the same year, 2.3 million women got diagnosed with breast cancer globally and 685,000 succumbed to death. Breast cancer is more prevalent amongst women than men and can start right after puberty, but the risk increases with age. Hello everyone, I am your host Tanu and today this monologue will be dedicated to Breast Cancer Awareness Month and all the women and men suffering from this heinous disease. I will briefly discuss the tumor microenvironment and then we will focus on an immune checkpoint, TIM3, which is an upcoming therapeutic target. It is rightly said, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Our body has designed its own regulations to prevent its protectors from exercising power unnecessarily. In other words, there are some immune checkpoint proteins that maintain immune homeostasis by controlling the unregulated immune system which would otherwise kill healthy cells of the body. However, when tumor cells or immune cells fighting the tumor overexpress those immune checkpoints, it leads to immune tolerance where the felonious tumor cells can do harm to the body and get away with it. Hence, one of the recent therapies is the use of immune checkpoint inhibitors, which has transformed the way scientists approach treating cancer, even the advanced ones which were deemed untreatable till a decade back. So why is breast cancer still an issue worldwide? The problem with immune checkpoint inhibitors is response towards treatment differs from patient to patient. There is a gap in knowledge about identifying molecular mechanisms and respective biomarkers which will indicate which immune checkpoint inhibitor will work for which patient. While extensive studies have been performed on breast cancer progression from primary to metastatic stage, Little is known regarding the shifts in the neighboring cells during the evolution. Immune response towards the breast cancer can be so so much improved by modulating the extracellular matrix and cells surrounding the tumor which is also referred to as the tumor microenvironment. Let's discuss more about the immune cells in the tumor microenvironment. The mere presence of immune cells in tumor microenvironment is not sufficient to elicit an effective response against tumor cells. Only their optimal composition, interaction, and effect on the tumor cells can eradicate the tumor. However, each patient has a unique but dynamic tumor microenvironment pattern, which hinders robust study and subsequent prognosis. Cells of the tumor microenvironment include natural killer cells, macrophages, immature myeloid-derived cells, T-cells, and B-cells. 
tumor infiltrating lymphocytes which are the T cells and B cells are much lower in quantity in breast cancers as compared to other cancers and increased tumor infiltrating lymphocytes is associated with better prognostic outcomes however the same is not true for uh, tumor associated macrophages it is to be kept in mind that tumor-associated macrophages represent a heterogeneous population that polarize only when triggered by cytokines present in the tumor microenvironment into M1 macrophages or M2 macrophages. M1 tumor-associated macrophages are anti-tumor as they promote inflammation by releasing pro-inflammatory cytokines and reactive oxygen species. While M2 tumor-associated macrophages are pro-tumor, as they impair immune response against tumors by secreting immunosuppressive cytokines. Hence, infiltration of macrophages into a tumor does not always indicate a safe signal as increased M2 tumor-associated macrophages infiltration turns the tumor even more aggressive and metastatic. This immunosuppression encourages mutations and the development of neoantigens but reduces the ability for antigen presentation. This phenomenon adds another layer of complexity in the treatment of metastatic tumors. Hence, getting checked timely and getting treatment early is so, so very vital. To make cancer therapy more effective, it is necessary to bridge the gap between therapeutic targets and effects on tumor microenvironment. Currently, the most promising way of doing so is by using combinational therapy, for example, immunotherapy plus chemotherapy. Immunotherapy against metastatic breast cancer shows a positive response rate in a quarter of patients, which makes it an attractive treatment that could be improved over time to reduce resistance in patients. Now that we know why immunotherapy is a hopeful way of treating complicated breast cancer, let me tell you an exciting new marker that scientists are currently exploring. T-cell immunoglobulin mucin 3, or TIM3 in short, a potentially emerging cancer immunotherapeutic target, is an immune checkpoint molecule upregulated in breast cancer tumor tissues which has been shown to have an impact on the outcome of treatments. In normal immune cells and non-immune cells like endothelial cells where TIM3 is expressed, TIM3 is involved in inhibiting cell proliferation, cytokine synthesis, while on the other hand promoting apoptosis of activated T cells. TIM3 is a subcomponent of a complex present on exhausted T cells meandering in the tumor microenvironment. This complex contains multiple co-inhibitory receptors, and those receptors can co-express and co-regulate. That means if we target TIM3, we can not only kill two birds, but many birds with just one stone. 
Theme 3 is also vital because according to a study by Andrew and colleagues, cancers that are resistant to already known immune checkpoint inhibitors against CTLA-4 or PD-1, PD-L1 generally have upregulated expression of other immune checkpoints like Theme 3. Along with tumor cells, Tumor infiltrating lymphocytes also express TEM3, and the effect of TEM3 has been extensively studied on CD8 plus cells from an anti tumor immunity perspective. As expected, TEM3 expressing CD8 plus T cells were more abundant in higher grade tumors and patients with more tumor associated lymph nodes. The role of TEM3 was also partly understood in circulating follicular helper T cells, a type of T cell which helps B cells to produce antibodies. Uh, so, those TEM3 overexpressing follicular helper T cells were devoid of their proliferation potential and naive B cells co-cultured with them produced significantly lower antibodies as compared to B cell co-cultured with TEM3 devoid follicular helper T cells. It should be taken into consideration that this study found a higher percentage of TEM3 positive follicular helper T cells in breast cancer tumor microenvironment than in autologous blood indicating their vital involvement in the progression of tumor through interaction with tumor microenvironment. Unfortunately, analyzing the expression of TIM3 alone cannot decide the prognostic fate of a patient. The outcome would vary with the breast cancer subtype one has. For example, TEM3 overexpression in luminal A and luminal B subtypes of breast cancer worsened relapse-free survival, while the, re while the relapse-free survival got improved with overexpression of TEM3 in basal breast cancer and estrogen or pro progesterone receptor negative breast cancer. And guess what? In some studies, the level of TEM3 expression had nothing to do with the survival of patients at all. This is a huge possibility as to why monoimmunotherapies are not as effective. One such example is the MIMOSA-1 study analyzing the tumor microenvironment in triple negative breast cancer patients, where significant changes were found in the tumor microenvironment biomarkers after neoadjuvant chemotherapy, that is the chemotherapy which is given pre-treatment to reduce the tumor size. However, patients positive for both PD-L1 and TIM3 had adverse effects from the treatment, making it essential to analyze their expression before the primary therapy and adding uh, and taking extra steps to deal with the complexity. Contradictorily, in other studies, patients with higher expression of TEM3 had experienced more benefits with chemotherapy, even at later stages. There is a possibility that the overexpression of TEM3 in the later study was associated with immune cells which infiltrate the TME because, if you remember, 
the TIM3 is also expressed in tumor infiltrating lymphocytes. There are a few ways scientists have tried to target TIM3. A combination of blocking TIM3 and chemotherapy or blocking TIM3 and immune checkpoint inhibitors in preclinical studies have been demonstrated to remarkably improve anti-tumor immunity and prevent tumor growth, showing promise in future therapies. Inhibiting TIM3 could potentially promote CD8 plus T cell function and enhance anti-tumor immunity by upregulating genes associated with apoptosis, cell differentiation, cytokine or growth factor signaling, and T-cell cytotoxicity, while suppressing angiogenesis, tumor growth, invasion, and metastasis. Another direction to work on for therapeutic targets could be the monocular regulation of TIM3. There are several novel factors discovered to regulate TIM3 expression, including CPG islands, N6-methyladenosine RNA methylation, microRNA, cytokines, TNF receptors, chemotherapy, and transcriptional factors like TBET, MEK, nuclear factor interleukin-3, and CJUN. Further studies are required to develop a treatment with anti-TIM3 antibodies and immune checkpoint inhibitors or chemotherapy in breast cancer. We can be hopeful because the combinational therapy of immune checkpoint inhibitors with TIM3 is already being investigated in clinical studies in solid tumors and promising outcomes were reported for anti-PD-1 in refractory disease. Immune checkpoint inhibitors have already been proven to be successful in melanoma treatment, leading the way for approval and trial of, of so many monoclonal antibodies for immune checkpoint inhibitor treatment in solid tumors. After this podcast episode, I hope you can appreciate the complexity of treating breast cancer. With the variety of breast cancer subtypes, the composition of the tumor microenvironment, and diversity in gene expression on tumor tissues and immune cells. Eradicating breast cancer in all patients is like solving a Rubik's cube blindfolded while jumping on a trampoline surrounded by raging fire. Uh, Well, I think you get my point. All we can do is be hopeful, spread the science, and maybe help with cancer research. That's all for today's monologue. I'm Tanu, signing off.